0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Crouching Tiger Hidden Podcast. I'm one of your, co- your co-hosts, one of your hosts, uh, Dave, and I'm, as always, joined by my other host, Vader. <laughs> and that's, that's me. Hello. Yeah. That's not awkward. Oh, well.
1: <laughs> oh, well. Power through it. How's it going, Vader? Uh, not too bad. I've been out shooting my bow and arrow for the first time in like three years, so that was fun. Um, oh, cool. Just target practice? Got, yeah, just, um, I started as a hobby a while back, um, and then got busy and stopped doing it and then lost this, lost a bowstring. My brother gave me another one. Then I moved here and I lost the other one in the move and my brother gave me another one uh, <laughs> and I just tested it out for the first time, uh, this morning. Okay. so, so is it a,
0: It's a, r- a regular bow, not a compound.
1: Yeah. I, I'm, uh. Um, I like my tr- more traditional style. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a recurve and I just shoot by, by feel, not by sights. No, no fancy gadgets on it. It's just very simple. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I've done any archery since 20.
0: like, I don't remember. I was probably a, a young teenager the last time I yeah, did going any on archery. Camp or something.
1: Yeah. It was like yeah. summer camp stuff. So nothing so, serious. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's fun. I find it very relaxing and my muscles aren't used to that, that motioning. Yeah, that, that bit, pull yeah, or anything, It's a definitely, definitely different. What's the, what's the draw on it? The pound. Five pound bow. Oh, okay. And, and yeah, unfortunately because of, of America being one of the more driving forces behind the archery industry, it's all in. Imperial, not metric, so all the measurements and stuff are all based on that. Yeah, instead of like so a kilogram. kilogram. pull Yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, so it, all the all the arrows all come in inches and stuff, and the weights is actually the heads. I don't know some people may not know this: the heads that screw onto the the shaft of the arrow mm-hmm. they actually like well, weighed the same way as the bullets, so they're all like the the, the grains. Oh, okay. The instead of a gram. Yeah. Um, huh. I did not know that. The more you know. Uh, this this actually it seems like a real simple thing. You got this curvy thing that's got some spring in it, a, a bit of string, and a straight pointy thing that shoots. But no, it's actually really there's a lot of science and stuff that goes into it. If you have the wrong arrow for the the wrong bow, it, it doesn't shoot very well. Hmm. So if the arrow arrow is too stiff for the bow. It it just won't fire right. You know, the arrow will kick off to the side and and fly ugly. Oh, that's um, interesting. So yeah so the stiffer the arrow the heavier the poundage of bow uh, so it drives if it's too if it's too flexible for too heavy a, a poundage it'll wobble too much as well so there's like it's just like fine tuning and just yeah. getting the I right mean, it sweet makes sense. spot but uh, yeah that's really interesting but physics yeah, <laughs>
0: physics, <laughs> science.
1: yeah but it, it's fun it, i find it very uh relaxing it takes it just you can stop thinking about things and just focus on that the pull of the the string and that the release and the, the thump of the target and it's that's all you need to think about um it's good
0: yeah i mean it's cool enough that they built entire martial arts around it so <laughs> still works yeah, for I'd, the show
1: i yeah i'd love to do japanese mm. archery kudo their bows are interesting because they're, they're, they're top heavy they're not like symmetrical mm-hmm and it's so they can shoot from the, they get this, they get a similar um, strength poundage from a, a bow, but like a lot of it's, it's top heavy, so they can still shoot from a, a horse. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I believe that's the reason. Um, Probably. Yeah. Uh, and that's why you get the short, like the Mongolians have the, their horse bow, which is yeah. um, very, very small. So yeah, re- recurve. Yeah. Those are bow. recurve as well. Yeah. Uh, my brother's got one, a replica one. Um, yeah. Oh, that's cool. And then you, yeah. Actually, it's fun.
0: <laughs> yeah my uh, my little brother wanted to get into it um, a couple years ago. Uh, he kept wanting to, or like, get me to do it too. And I, I thought about it, but uh, I don't think there were any indoor ranges. <laughs> we were in, uh, I guess it's the same. We're in the desert and didn't really want to go out in the summer and it's like 120 <laughs> yeah. and shoot a bow about or have spot. to get up like at the crack of dawn <laughs> to do that. So yeah, it wasn't yeah, in the cards, enough. but, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I always think about it where I work has, uh, archery supplies
1: too. So, uh so it's never off the table, I guess. Cool. It's definitely fun. Like it's, uh, mm. it's surprising how, how relaxing it is. Um, and how much fun it is just trying to improve your shot. Um, the arrows are expensive. And when I first got them, I didn't have much money. So I kind of just got as little as possible. Um, but like a set of 12, it was like 130 bucks or something. So you're like, you're talking about 11 bucks per arrow. Yeah. So about $8 US per arrow. Um, well, I mean, as long reason... as you're not damaging the shaft, you can always replace them. Yeah. Head. No, they break. Yeah. I I've, imagine. I've bought, eight, <laughs> I've bought 18 arrows and I've got, eight left of my original and my brother's giving me two extra which are slightly too stiff for my bow mm. so um they kind of have a funny kick to them but yeah i break them like one i one specific time i shot the target and knocked it over and i was like i'll just aim for it was just a big cushion thing i was shooting into and i was like, i'll just aim for the side of the, the target no worries. And it skimmed the top of the tiger and completely snapped my arrow in half. Like I had it perfectly where the previous arrow was sticking straight up in the air. Oh, I've done that. Done that. Yeah. Once or twice. Um, not fun. But yeah, that's enough, I guess, of, of archery. <laughs> this is the archery podcast. Um, yeah. There's some really good instinctive shooting. If anyone's interested in archery and wants to see how impressive some dudes are and and ladies, there's some really impressive ladies. Um, yeah. uh, and search instinctive archery. And basically, it's they they don't use targets. It's not. It's all recurve and traditional bows, and they don't use any sights or targets. It's all just instinctive, like throwing a ball. A ball. and... Just watch how precise these these people are. Ninety yards, and they're hitting the size of like a, a milk carton bottle lid, like a milk bottle lid. Yeah, and they're hitting it from ninety yards consistently. Well, I ridiculous. know um, how good the, these these people are.
0: Uh, the Olympics are this in two days, or I guess a day, depending on where you are at. Um, yeah, and they're. I think they're still doing Olympic archery, but uh, yeah.
1: Traditionally the, the um South Korean team is usually really good. Yes. Um that's that's a very different title. Archery, yeah, it's, it's... they still use recurves, um mm-hmm. all our compounds, but they they're very low poundage, the so they can mm-hmm. hold and aim. Yeah. And they have full sights and counterweights and and dampers and stuff. Um so it's impressive and I can't compete with it, but I be I, yeah, a pound. I don't hunt with it, but you could hunt with it if you wanted to the bar mm-hmm. i've got uh but yeah instinctive instinctive archery such it yeah it's amazing yeah, how home, good uh, these people are take a look at it yeah
0: it's nice to way off topic new. how are
1: you uh
0: yeah doing all right uh, the weather's turning kind of nasty again so i think a couple of inches of snow is in the forecast for tomorrow so that'll be fun snow day yeah, but not really, because I still have to go to work, so <laughs> it's just annoying and unsafe. Yeah,
1: fair enough. But, you know, gotta, gotta pay yeah. the bills. Yep, Then bills suck. But, so, yeah. should we get into the f- yep. film we're talking Let's about Let's get
0: into it. What, uh, what are we covering this time?
1: Uh, something a
0: little chocolate. bit familiar. Yeah, chocolate. Uh, the same director as the, the Protector that we just watched.
1: Oh, it's
0: actually the same director? Yep. I don't know which if I realized is why that. they didn't have licensing problems with Tony Jaa. Ah,
1: uh, yes. This is a good one to follow on with because as you just mentioned, um we actually see the main character watching clips of the protector. Mm, um, yeah, and Ungbak. Oh, yep. Um it, which is interesting because it it's kind of weird when movies do this because so she, in a world where the movie The Protector exists, so she's she's actually in our real world, not like a imaginary world like movies are in usually. Yes, It's kind of a bit strange. But yeah, it's a good follow-on. Um, so Tony Jaa has a guest appearance with the footage of The Protector. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this is um, directed by Pratya Pinkow, who also, of course, uh, we Covered last time, so he did Ongbok, um, The Protector, this, and hasn't really done anything recently. Uh, I think he has something coming up.
1: Mm. No, I'm not sure. It's no. Everything else is. No. He seems to get slammed a lot on the reviews. That was kind of it. <laughs> he
0: he has like a like a drama. Um, last no two years ago because I forgot it's 2018 now. So. The uh, uh, Protector Two, uh, aka Tom young Gung Two, or the Warrior King Two, depending on where you're at, uh, was in 2013. So that was a few years ago.
1: Uh, he's produced. It looks like he's producing a lot more.
0: Yeah, he, he does more um, production work. But again, even even there, um, he the drama. However, he did. Or he produced the next film that are, I guess, two of the next films that the star of this chocolate um, is in. So that would be Raging Phoenix, and this girl is badass.
1: <laughs> and she
0: is badass. And she is badass. So <laughs> they, it was such a case they had to
1: make a movie about it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um. The cover of that that um film is hilarious. She's like holding like a is it a bicycle handlebars? Yeah, it's, a, yeah it's like a, it's a dirt bike or something. I don't remember. Yeah. It's quite funny. <laughs> well I guess that leads us into her. We can talk about her. It does. So this
0: is uh Yanin mm-hmm. Vismitan Tananda or Jija Yanin is her stage name, or I guess international name. She portrays Zen, uh, the main character of this particular film. And um, it's, just, it's her... I'm pretty sure this is her first role.
1: It appears to be. Yeah.
0: Yes, it's her first How role. How old is she in this? She is... when was this? 2008. She's born in 84,
1: so she was oh, like young. 20... Twenty-five. Yeah, she's same so age as me. She looks way younger than twenty. I guess it's how the characters portrayed. It is. Mm. I mean, she's she's
0: not like infantilized, but she's definitely portrayed as younger than her actual age. Mm. And the actress herself looks really young, just in general.
1: Yeah. So, well, Asian ladies I mean, uh, can pull that off quite a lot. Uh, they tend to look a bit younger. She certainly does. <laughs> she yeah. Looks quite young. Yeah, she's she's the same age as me. Thirty Thirty first March, she's a few months older than me. Um, yeah, she's very talented.
0: Yeah, they. Uh, she's got just the stuff that she's able to do, like like her physical stunts. She does all of them herself, uh, and they are. I don't know. It, it's like sort of downplayed in the film. A lot of the things that her character does are like. One hit, one kill kind of idea. You know, she hits people once, and they they fall down. Um, but just the body contortions, the jumps, the things that she does physically are, are far more impressive. Uh, I think throughout the film.
1: Well, yeah, I was getting a, a very strong uh, Jackie Chan kind of feel the way she moves uh, around people and environments. Was so pretty yeah. good. Um, like one of the, th- I would like to see her in a bigger budget film. Like And she is, uh, or she will be, um, actually there's a,
0: a film coming out this year, uh, Triple Threat, it's in post-production, um, that actually has a huge cast, uh, Tony Jaa, uh, Iko Uwais, Tiger Chen, Scott Adkins, Michael Jai White, um, uh, GJ Yan and then two people I don't recognize, but the, okay, the, the billing for the yeah. film is huge. Like everybody's in it. Oh. That's in anything in the last twenty years.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I'd like to see it, what I mean. Also, step out like a Western film mm. or even a, even a Hong Kong film where it's got a little bit more production value and a little bit more ability. I'm not sure. I've only watched these two uh, Thai films, so I'm not sure where they're at now. Currently, uh, it looks kind of the time. same. The store, but that's just dated. how they are. It's, yeah, it's sort see, of you know. like
0: uh, maybe the '80s level Hong Kong.
1: Yeah, because that's what we talked about last time. Was yeah. that the, the the protector was almost like a '70s film? <laughs> um, yeah, and that's yeah, not it, a bad it, thing. I mean, set, it definitely
0: it it fills a, a specific niche. Um, and they're they're yeah. good, but you know you don't go into these movies for the plot,
1: no, or the screen. But movie. even just the look, the, the production yeah. value, the film quality—it's it's it's behind a few years. So I'd like to see her get a Rush Hour style film. To be honest, <laughs> like it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, and it's going to have to do with the production
0: company, um, and the director, the producers. Uh, this is the same, of course. Um, Bob you is the production company and they did of course, Ong Bak and protector. So they're all going to kind of look the same because it's the same people making them.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully they're getting better and better and they catch up. Cause it seems like Hong Kong cinema is definitely caught up and there, the, the quality is a lot higher yeah. now. Um, whereas yeah, this seems, um, yeah, I think she just deserves to, to get a full, a full, you know, stunt team behind her to,
0: yeah, and she's been doing difficulty. stuff. She was in um, The Protector Part 2. Um, and she's in... It's a direct-to-video movie, but it's Hard Target to 2 with Scott Adkins. Um, she was in that in 2016. That's should be on Netflix now. Um, well, I think it's on my queue. I just didn't get around to watching it. But I usually enjoy Scott Adkins' films. He's, he's good at what he does. And then something called Red Cargo, which... Uh, is filming potentially this year but it's not even made it to production yeah so we'll see we'll see how that goes um as far as her acting in this film uh i mean she did a, a good job with the role i think she was assigned she definitely shines more um on the physical side of the the role uh it's i don't know it's always a touchy subject matter when you're she's portraying an autistic, uh, or I guess debatably autistic person. Um, but it, yeah, I, it wasn't in like I, I, a bad light. I don't feel, yeah. but I, I think that they overstated a lot of, um, I guess the, the traits, uh, and that's the hard part since autism is a spectrum and it's not like a, yes. you know, a hardly defined, uh, thing that you have,
1: Yeah, in general, I think she did a pretty good job um, of 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 the acting and and acting. Like, it's not easy to act.
0: No, and not as
1: your first role.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I I I
1: thought it was quite believable. Uh, She was one of the. um, She definitely was better than some of the other actors in the film. (laughs) Yeah, and and for so, and she's there for her her fighting abilities and for her to be able to act. to that extent, is pretty is pretty impressive. Um, yeah. So, yeah, kudos to Hurricane, especially, as you say, first film. Yeah, for sure. And then, uh, let's
0: see, we have... I guess next in the order of... or first in the order of appearance, we have um, Hiroshi Abe as Masashi, uh, who is... I guess we didn't... I don't know if we said it, but um, and portrays Zen, um, and Masashi is... Her father in the film. Um, he has been in. I well, he has a pretty extensive um, filmography. Uh, let's see. Um, a lot of Japanese. do like. Yeah, it's it's almost all like dramas. Uh, I don't immediately see anything that's. I think it's a lot of there crime is. crime dramas.
1: Um, got a samurai movie about to come out
0: something called Trick the Psychic Battle Royale <laughs> from 2010 sounds amusing um, yeah a few samurai films uh, you do, okay so uh, Chocolate which we didn't say came out in
1: 2008 um, yeah He yeah, that's a very long film. movie list
0: yeah, nothing's like jumping out at me. He, oh, well, he voices Kenshiro in um, the Fist of the North Star. Uh, I think it's an animated film. Or it's a video game. One of the two. New Savior Legend. Uh, oh,
1: yeah, Fist of the North Star. That sounds familiar.
0: Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> pretty kung fu y. Yeah. Punching people till they explode. Is that uh, one that looks kind of like JoJo? Um, a kind of, like a little kind of bit? I guess. Bit, kind know? of. Well, it's, it's originally 80s? from the 80s, so it definitely has yeah, yeah. that. Aesthetic. I think I know which one it is. Uh, he was in Tokyo Raiders, which I think we talked about like a long time ago. Um, it's a crime caper. Um, oh, he was in Godzilla 2000. Um, unrelated, but he was in it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, it um,
0: relates to your other podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Moon Over Dao. I think that's a Kung Fu movie. That was from 1997. And that's. Busy, that's busy kind of boy. it. Oh, um, he is a voice in. Well, let me make sure this is not a live action. But if uh, okay, pulls this up. Yes, it's the. TV show, uh, Yawara, which is, um, an animated t- series from the late eighties dealing with a, uh, girl pursuing, uh, the goal of performing in the Olympics, uh, for judo. So it's a, it's a judo anime. That's pretty cool. I've seen like the first season.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: It's fun. It's like a kind of a rom-com, but. The girl that kicks ass because she's just like chucking people right and left, all sorts of <laughs> cool
1: judo throws. This is the movie that confuses me the most. Most he was in. It's the picture on his IMDb. He looks like he's in oh thermae Rome.
0: thermae Rome. What's it
1: called? It's, yeah. Um,
0: yeah, thermae Rome. It's a. Uh, it's. They made it. I think it was a manga, and then they made an anime of it. It's. A guy that I want to say he time travels to modern or it's like more modern than Rome, uh, Japan, and then he just sets up uh, hot springs. Like it's just about hot tubs, or you know, not hot tub, but uh, um, like onsen like hot springs.
1: On- onsen, yeah, yeah.
0: And I think it's just a comedy. Really? I haven't watched Roman over because they look like it. Roman dudes with their robes. Um, yeah. Here, here's the small. Uh, summary. A Roman Empire bathhouse architect discovers he is able to travel through time when in need of something. need of inspiration. And things get messy, however, when he finds himself wrapped up in a conflict that could divide the Roman Empire. And dealing with bathhouses. So yeah, I think it's uh, pretty funny. I, I may have read some of the manga, but it wasn't a series I stuck around with. Yeah, funny. But if you like Seriously. funny hot tubs, or I keep saying hot tub, <laughs> hot springs, because <laughs> it's a bathhouse. Hot, hot tub time machine, basically, <laughs> but from wasn't um, there a
1: what, what, yeah, there there movie was based on that? The, the two of them.
0: It yeah, wasn't based right on this though. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> They're just ridiculous. Really anyway, of yeah. Anyway, that's right. That's right. So that's what that is. Um, no, who's next? Who's next on the Th- list? Um, <laughs> when... <laughs> uh, this is Pongpat Wachira Bunjong. Sorry, I have to butcher these names. <laughs> so difficult. Um, portrays number eight, which I think isn't verbally said we... as number eight in the film. It's the the main bad guy.
1: There's no real pictures of him, so it's hard yeah, to yeah. There's sure. guess. <laughs> Um,
0: and he tiger the tiger blade. uh, Something called Seven Street Fighters in two thousand five. And a lot of like dramas and like Indian movies. Jandara, I've seen him. Tale, I guess, like a, a drama old. Drama, hmm, but yeah, nothing else other than see something called the dog, he's a hitman in there, so somebody's yeah, fighting or getting shot. One of the two, um, yep, nothing, nothing stand out on his yeah. imdb Uh, and then we have Mang Moon, which is, I guess, Tapon 1d <laughs> I guess, is uh, um. Sends like, childhood friend. So... To...
1: He's kind of like a brother-friend character, yeah. isn't he? I got, and he pretty much drives the how
0: I don't know. He just hung out as kids. Uh, but he... Yeah. Pushes everything forward and kind of gets the, the ball rolling, as it were, for the... He's an important character, but uh, the actor has done, like, nothing else. He just did this movie. That's, yeah, literally it. Yep. Um, then we have Zen's mother, Zin, uh, Amara Suripong, and I'm imagining her's probably going to be, oh, she's in,
1: she has not done much.
0: No, she hasn't, but she is in Kill em All, which is another, uh, fight movie, and then Time Rush, which, judging she's by the, uh cover art is also a kung fu movie somebody's she's getting kicked in the face <laughs> yeah and oh i Jackson think ride. i yeah like the kill them all I, I don't know if i tried to watch that it's on it's on either amazon or netflix and that one is i'll just read the summary because it's sounds crazy Captured international assassins are locked up inside a high-tech bunker known as the Killing Chamber. To break out of this concrete hell, they must duel each other, fight deadly ninjas, and battle against gangs of masked maniacs. And if they survive this, they will have to confront Snakehead, the lethal, deranged top dog who will stop at nothing to kill them all. Did I watch this? If if Snakehead is... I gotta look it up now. It's like Running Man. Yeah... Uh, sounds is? fun oh yeah I did see this it's uh, it Gordon fun. Liu Gordon Liu is Nickhead
1: yeah.
0: I think I watched it just because it had Gordon Liu in it um, I don't remember it being like that great <laughs> so it's not a like a recommended yeah. film it's pretty ridiculous there's probably it's some good fights it sounds fun yeah it fun it's probably just a popcorn movie it, I saw it I think when it came out so in 2012 which means I don't oh, remember okay. <laughs> because it was too many years ago just having watched it on a lark. Yep. Uh, is this the
1: last on our list? We've got.
0: Um, the Priscilla character. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I guess Priscilla is the only Ch- other recurring character throughout the film. So that's Ditcha Wood Chun Takaro. Um, Priscilla oh, is number eight's um, henchwoman. Uh, yes. she's running around. Doing dirty deeds and also has only She's appeared in this version. movie, <laughs> so she has no other IMDb yep. entry. So, um, that's all the people. Um, how about some
1: reviews? What did we dig up? Well, it's important to note there are a lot more people in this film, a lot, but yeah. they're all <laughs> to to get punched. It's, it's they're just people that get human beat up, punching bags. <laughs> and uh, it's lucky they survived but we'll get to that uh, do you want the good or the bad uh, do the bad I think we did the good or last. the ugly the, the ugly okay. there, did you get a third one the ugly no. it's just 2.5 um, interestingly enough there was no one review stars for this film because it's awesome so I, <laughs> cause I, had, to, I had to go for a two star <laughs> Um, but they seem pretty brutal and I haven't read it all. So I'm going to get stuck as I always do. Uh, title, the Hanna Barbara of action films. I should know what that means. You know what that means? The Hanna Barbara? Yeah. Uh, that's like
0: the old cartoon, uh, production company. They're, they're like, um,
1: Looney Tunes. Yeah. I don't know what they're talking about. Hold on, I already have to Google something. <laughs> Hanna-Barbera, oh, recognize- you'll
0: know if you see the pictures.
1: I recognize the logo. They do, like, the Flintstones. Oh, not the yeah. Flintstones, the Jetsons. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, Tomcat. I have to- I still love the intro to that show. <laughs> the yellow cat. Yeah, with the hat. Like, yeah. yeah, hat. Yep. Pur- purple hat. Uh, and it's got um, Huckleberry... Hound or name is? Yeah, who also has a hat. Yeah. Anyway <laughs> How is that's, that saying it's a bad thing? I because don't know. those are fun cartoons. Yeah. I love those cartoons. I don't get it already. Okay. As the saying goes, garbage in, garbage out. What do you get when <laughs> wow. you wow, combine- sorry I had to interject, that's rude. <laughs> that was part of the review. What do you get when you combine a hack director, silly story, annoying lead? I take offense to that. She's not annoying. Annoying lead and amateur choreography. I can't say that word either. Uh, You get a profoundly bad movie. Coming on the heels of other equally bad movies, such as Dynamite Warrior, Tom Yum Gong. I had Tom Yum soup last night, actually. Um, And Born to Fight, Chocolate is Meant as another showcase for contemporary Thai action filmmaking sensibilities. But together, they are the Hana barbera in the world of action cinema, films so bad, unoriginal, and repetitive that they take action cinema back to the dark ages. This is not the end. It still goes. There's two more paragraphs. It still goes. <laughs> three more paragraphs comparisons to hong kong action cinema abound but whereas the classic films of Jackie Chan Bruce Lee uh Yuen Biao Sammo Hung and others ha- have charisma to spare as well as a keen sense of visual action chocolate suffers from a frankly stupid story a- and with an untalented annoying lead who has a voice so harsh you could sand wood with it I think this is a bit harsh, to be honest. Skilled in martial arts, she may be, but you won't know it by the uninspired choreograph- choreography. I hate that word. With which mainly consists of her doing a bunch of standing kicks, few a- acrobatics, and wire-assisted stunts. There was no wires. Yeah, there's no wires. Otherwise, if you'd watched the
0: end, <laughs> the outtakes, you'd watch everyone getting hurt badly because there's no wires. Does not even crash
1: my Yeah. Rats. yeah. And, anyway. Well, the stunt, yeah. Why is, is stunts, what? Well, the stunt performers, the real stars of the film, go flying, trying their best to act like they're actually getting hit. I'm all, awful woman kicking butt, but this girl is no Michelle Yao or Cynthia Khan. Watching her is about as exciting as watching Sarah... Michelle Geller try to do Karate and Buffy. Oh, I know who that is now. Uh, (laughs) What's really sad about this film is that the action scenes actually slow down the film. Hong Kong filmmakers knew that action scenes allowed for an enormity of inventive filmmaking possibilities from camera angles to editing to stunts. While Ong Buck and Tom Young Gong displayed minute, uh, minute amounts of creativity, chocolate just abandoned originality in favor of mundane action set to bland techno music. To the person who comm- <laughs> who commented that this film is near on par with Bruce Lee films, I advise you to actually watch his films. The comparisons that you mentioned between this and Lee's The Big Boss are purely... Okay, now it's referencing our stuff. This is not going to make any sense. I'll have to keep reading. The Big Boss are purely visual in nature, mostly relating to set design. There's a weak comparison. Bruce Lee imbued his films with a deep underlying philosophy about life and humanity. That's taken it a bit far. Chocolate director (gasps) Pasha Pink... I can't say his name. Pinkuao engage in crass. Commercialism and populism. Check this out only if you're really de- desperate for something to watch. Otherwise, check out the classic Hong Kong action films for some real action film making. Or we'll just watch all of them. Exactly. I don't know. What, you, what you? What's your hot take from this hot take? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I don't agree with like almost any of that. Uh, but I, I I see where they're coming from because the. The director is not the greatest, and we discussed that, I think, uh, with the Protector last time. Um, yeah. it's, 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 the, it's the Thai film industry, especially at the time, because this is 10 years old uh, now, which is also weird to think about. But um, yeah, I see, like I said, we, we discussed that already, the, the 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 plot isn't the greatest. The uh, I don't agree. I think that the choreography over this was really good, uh, especially in light of how many people got hurt. Uh, because they're not, you know, they're not pulling punches. They're hitting each other. And I I do agree with that she doesn't have a lot of, like, weight behind her. She's fairly small. So the one hit knock people down, uh, I don't really agree with a, a lot of it, because they're, they're going to get back up. <laughs> they're not, like... Crazy hits. It's a lot of hits to the chest. That's not gonna put you down. But getting well, hit see, in the face and falling noticed, off the building, yeah, you'll stop. You know.
1: Yeah, I did. But that's interesting. You're saying that because I noticed that, and I thought it was a good thing that there's a few, quite a few fights where the same people come at her over and over again. Yeah, I thought that's good. And, to and that, that worked because out because they're not making. The, yeah, they're not making her this like super tank because yeah, she is small. Yes, she, it's gonna hurt still. But her her kicks aren't gonna wh- uh, whack a, a huge punch the same way that a bigger person would. Yeah. Um but that said she did do in the outtakes, there was a kick that she actually connected, like it was like a um a, a air spin kick and she connected her her full foot on the guy's face and the guy was out. Oh yeah, out. It,
0: it, yeah, if you get hit in the head <laughs> with those it's, it's gonna knock you down. And, and like I agree with that. The headshots will work. Um, it's just when she, hit, there's, so they picked a lot of the stunt guys and they're big. And those yep. were harder to take seriously, especially when you get the latter half of the film and there's, you know, three specific fighters. She encounters like over and over and over again. She does like horrible stuff to them, but they keep getting back up. Makes it weird when you watch the first two or three fight scenes. And she's just like one shotting yeah. all these people.
1: Uh- yeah, I think, I guess, at the same time, they are, they were just... They're just they regular just dudes. Like, I
0: mean, that's... that's few workers, what, yeah.
1: Yeah, but they were all, like, they
0: picked huge, muscly people. <laughs> they didn't pick anyone that's, like, normal-sized. Uh, Unless yeah. everyone's huge and muscly, but I don't, I don't
1: think yeah, that's the Yeah, you're right. It, there is some disconnect. And again, it's about continuity and, yeah. and, and production value of the film. That's why I was kind of saying earlier, I'd like to see her put in a position where she has the level that Jackie Chan had, I don't think it's going to happen, unfortunately, but the level that, and money and the team around her that could create something bigger and better than what she's got from this. Um, Cause unfortunately these very unsafe, what these people are doing. And I kind of felt guilty at the end, watching the film. No, you, well,
0: how, it's not even the, it's just watching the outtakes and realizing people got like hospitalized, like badly
1: <laughs> toward the end of it from like, what they're doing. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll say that for later. Yeah. Um, a, a few things I've, I find wrong with this. Like I, speaking Bailey of her, I think she did a good job. Yeah, there was a bit of shrill screeching. But that's also Ty. Thai. Ty just sounds like that.
0: <laughs> it just sounds yeah, insensitive well, to 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 say that, oh, she well, sounds it's, like I think a screech. It, well, if you listen to people, that's how Ty sounds. It's just a high pitch.
1: Yeah. The tone is higher. And she's playing a young girl, a younger girl. Yeah. I'm picking mid teens is what I thought. Like, it, yeah. For the character, she's probably like 14, 15. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Um, and someone who has autism. So I think it's, it's a bit disrespectful and yeah, it may not be portrayed perfectly or yeah, accurately. Was,
0: some of the stuff, like when she is, um, angry, like at her mother, just because of the situation, um, that that was appropriate when she's just kind of frustratedly screaming. That sounds normal. Uh, not normal. Um, yeah, no, that, well, that sounds that, correct the, the, to the someone way, that has autism.
1: The way she kind of shook, uh, like rocked in her seat and things like that. I actually thought she did a very good job. And yeah, so, and
0: I don't have any problem with the portrayal. I think they, they did a little bit too much where she should have perhaps, at the age she was, um, there's still more development it's not like that pushed back but on that on that hand um there's literally no support structure or anything that's like helping the mother cope with autism she's just kind of like winging it and but, that's what's yeah. going to happen you're, gonna, you're, you're that's what you're going to result in is, is someone that just doesn't have the support that would help them function
1: more but anyway yes Modern research have found that yeah, you can actually um, help people with autism develop and learn. Whereas in the past they used to just leave them to themselves, and that's I imagine would happen in somewhere like Thailand.
0: Yeah, Social and, I, and I'm not sure how it is yeah. there, but I know that some things are you know
1: less developed. Exactly, um, More affordable. I mean, really. So I, kind, I of kind of disagree. You. Yeah, one of the notes I did make was I think that the editing needed to be improved in the in the in the. Th- in the film, and I think that's, I can agree with this bad review, um, because a few of the fights scenes, they kind of need to lose a couple of frames at the start of the the, the shot because it felt like she was it would like the scene it would flick to a shot and then should be there and then she would move into the action and that's not necessarily her fault that's the editor's fault
0: yeah that's um, that's not hers at all she's literally um, I, I know exactly what you're talking about there's a, a scene where she gets knocked down and she's laying on her back. And then the, it, the screen like blanks and comes back and she's on her stomach standing back up. Like there was no transition. It's just like, why is she laying on her stomach? Yeah, there's a few
1: more other ones where it just felt like, okay, we're, this is what we have to do for this shot. Uh, you, you're going to be doing standing here. You're going to do a jump karate kid crane kick and hit the guy in the face. He's going to flip over the fence backwards. Okay. Action. And that's when they, and it's like she's still still when for a split second before she does the move, and so it very much feels like I'm doing this move for this shot, and but it's all editing. Like you can tidy that up so easily, and with yeah. a good edit, um, yeah. So yeah, no, no, just yeah. I think it's down to the editing and the the directing and, and post production script. Route, I mean, there's a lot of
0: stuff that can make a you know, editing can make or break a film. Oh, for sure. For I, sure. It, it didn't
1: do this one, like,
0: too many favors.
1: Um, yeah. But, I think it was, yeah, again, overly harsh, this review. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't like, really agree with the level
0: of, like, vitriol that
1: <laughs> this person has for this movie. Well, and, the, the way he talks, like, Bruce, about Bruce Lee films, it's got sunshine coming out of his butt. Um,
0: And then, well, he's talking about the big boss and that film, what they did in this one is they, uh, the director wanted to do like shot by shot comparisons and have like footage of, you know, Bruce Lee's fight scene where they're um, uh, in the ice factory and he's fighting with the ice blocks Uh, and then do like shot for shot remake with her doing the same moves because she watched the movie and just can like mimic it. Uh, And then they did the same thing in the factory uh, with a Jackie Chan film and then her doing literally like the exact same Jackie Chan moves, but um, it wasn't in the, like they couldn't buy the rights to to the licensing rights to do that. So they had to chop it out of the movie. And so what's left is like a pale, I mean, they sort of put in like, it's more of an homage instead of a direct reference. So there's still an ice factory, um, and there's kind of Bruce Lee-like things. And then she's in the other factory, and she's, you know, kicking... She's using chairs as props and doing slides under um, coffee tables and just cool little, like, stuff environmentally. That's Jackie Chan-like. Yeah, very Jackie Chan. Yeah. And that that was the The limit that they could do. Um, And so... Yeah. That's where the film falls down because they weren't able to secure uh the things that would have like i think pulled it together a little bit more whereas they could directly um reference the tony jaws stuff because it's the same director so she's doing a lot of the a lot of her one hit
1: moves are that's what tony Jaw does he just hits people and they're done Yep, that's a good point i kind of didn't pick up on the 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 one hit damage but i picked up on and I noticed that the ice was like, Oh yeah, that's that's Bruce Lee film, that's cool. I, I kinda of yeah. like that, that homage and it's interesting seeing a country developing its film industry up to um to Hong Kong cinema and Hong Kong's to Western cinema and we're using it from Western cinema. So it's kinda of fun little chain. Um yeah. and now we're getting films in cinema <laughs> and it's a cool little like um like um, I guess a film go round. Yeah, and then stuff improves. So I, I like that? each one's
0: referencing, referencing it. So no, it, it yeah. was good.
1: It could well, have been I liked, better, <laughs> I guess. Oh, for sure, for sure. And as I say, I, if this film was done in Hong Kong, it would be it would be better. Um, it'd be worse if it was done in Hollywood because it would just be like CG explosions everywhere. Uh, <laughs> but. Yeah, I think it's great to go with that homage to see where you've come from and see what you've learned, and um, uh, and I thought it worked well. And from memory, there were three type factory type fights where she fought people, and each one was the Tony Jard, the Jackie Chan, and the Bruce Lee homage. Yeah. And I think that's kind of cool. And then there's the final showdown fight, um, which was in several different. Had
0: had they broke it down to like yeah, uh, yeah. four yeah four set locations, yeah. Um, and it was like 20 minutes long it went way longer than i remember it
1: going but the what was it what was i getting at with the i, I don't, don't know, know. <laughs> <laughs> but oh yeah the the Bruce Lee thing like um the ice but it, it, it also goes back to her her autism uh, yeah. which is con- seen yeah. as a disability but autism people with autism often learn very quickly and she found an attachment and found comfort in watching and learning martial arts and they show that. And so I think it's cool that she can watch and mimic cause that's her, is her superpower. She can learn physical movement by just watching it. And she has obviously trained over the years as well. They show training montages as a, as a young kid. Um, so yeah, I think that it's great that there's homage cause that's how she's learns. That's how she fights and that's yeah. why she's so good. And Yeah. No, no reason it shouldn't be there. Okay. Good review. Yeah. Well, and on that note, um, just on that
0: piece, it, uh, her mother isn't ever seen as like discouraging that behavior. Um, I think the part where she's first deciding to do like, um, Muay Thai. So she's, she's watching the, uh, um, Muay Thai, I guess they're students. Um, they're just kicking, you know, palm trees, or yeah, the trees in the name, so, neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. So she's deciding to kick a post that that's like the post for the front porch or whatever it is. I yeah. yeah. Front porch. So she's kicking this big square post and then it shows her hurting her leg, but then her mother doesn't come out and say, stop. She just like <laughs> wraps it up, uh, in, um, like bedding, you know, some sort of like padding on the, uh, post and just lets her kick away.
1: Yeah. yeah, well, that's the thing. Um, and those um, I've, the people I've known with autism, they tend to have something they'll let them, they'll they'll be strongly attached to, and yeah. that they, they, they really like. And encouraging discouraging them just makes the problem worse. Whereas you you use that to help them learn and help them develop. Then it's uh you it's much easier. And so she, yeah, brought it out of herself uh, by doing this martial arts, and so. It makes sense that she's doubled downed on it and learnt it. I I like that, how that all fit together.
0: No, I thought that was good. Uh, It's a a strong point for the film.
1: Good review. Uh, It's titled, A Worthy Movie. And this is... Actually, both these reviews. The previous review, the bad one, was done the 14th of May, 2008. So right on release. And the good review is done the 20th of May, 2008. So both on release. Um, I randomly saw this movie because I couldn't find anything else interesting to watch. (laughs) Well, as it turned out, I loved this movie. It is about an autistic girl that starts to focus, focus on sound for autistic people. They often base fears and joy and other stuff on, One thing that they have put focus on, in this case, sound. This makes her afraid of flying insects like bees and such as they are hard to hear how they move through the air instead of like a ball. She starts training for martial arts and the rest is for you to watch. Overall, it's a good movie with some some thought to it and some amazing fight scenes no matter if you are a fan of it or not it's a very simple review it's interesting that they've taken it that the uh the sound is what she's focusing on it's not what i interpreted it as well she what i mean they they took pains for the camera to focus on her
0: ears and she turns and listens to the uh the, the sound of like the ball or the flies yeah, that bother her because
1: well, she, i think her, her hearing is like sensitive well from what i'm no expert but i have had dealings with autistic people um and i've got friends with autistic children or children on the spectrum because yeah. as you said earlier it's not just it's not like a blanket this is you they're all different but they tend to It's simply way I've, I've always been explained it is that as us normal normal the average person because normal is a bad word (laughs) we can we hear stuff but we can block out surrounding audio we can we can focus on one person talking when there is background noise and a autistic person they receive all that information at the same time and same level and struggle to 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 single it out and so yeah the hearing tends to be good or And so that's why I took it is that she's, she's aware of her surroundings more so than we are because she's receiving all that information at once. And that may be the audio, but it's also the visual as well. Um, Yeah.
0: There's um, my nephew is on the spectrum and it's, it's kind of the same. It's uh, it's, they can be overstimulated by. Yes. Very easily. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even too much noise. It can just be like, a normal level of something or what an average level of noise is too much. Um, yeah. and it doesn't, it's not just noise in particular. It could be like, uh, the sense of touch. Okay. It, it's, the senses. It, it, yeah. it's everything is just like cranked up to 11. Um, a lot yeah. of the time and they, you know they learned to, <laughs> you know, um, there's ways to cope to deal with that. And then that, that's kind of shown in the film. Uh, a little bit with her, um, her childhood friend helps her cope with some of the things. I mean, I don't agree that it's in like the best way, but, um, you know, he understands that the, it's like the sound of the flies that bothers her. And, you know, he he goes out of his way to like, get rid of flies. And, you know, it's it's a plot point, but, um, it's nice that they're, that they put that in there.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think it's I think it's very interesting um, and done as respectfully. I think it's done reasonably respectfully. Yeah, probably about as good as you're going to get oh, from uh, a
0: movie of this era and from where it's made. Yeah, I don't know. I really didn't have any problem. Um, I thought I, I I'd seen this, of course, uh, when it came out, but uh, I've remembered. Kind of, I don't know, not thinking that maybe this was the greatest take on um, autism and uh, epilepsy and a few other things, but rewatching it, I mean, they handled it fairly well. I mean, it's not, like I said, the best thing in the world, but um, uh, it was better than expected or remembered, Mm. you know, They they didn't go out of the way to make anything like bad.
1: It is definitely not demonizing. No, it wasn't so. at
0: all. In fact, it was no. like attributing more things than are actually possible with uh, autism. Or you know, it's just it's it's, it's a kind of a trope uh, of its own because you know th- this does mm-hmm. have the Hollywood lens and some of the you know Hong Kong and totally when you fine. when you look at how autism is portrayed um, in general, uh, it's sort of like this where if you're if you if they're portrayed as being deficient in some areas there's others that they're like hyper uh, competent in um I think there was just a, a ben F like movie where that was also the case where i think the the character was oh, the accountant uh, yeah where he was he had autism and he was like an assassin or something I didn't watch it but um i don't know no, I, I he think was that the, one was he was the like, accountant.
1: For... Um, oh, okay, four yeah. mob. All right. He was good with numbers.
0: Yeah. But that, that that's the same thing where they pick one thing and go like, okay, um, they're bound to be super great at like this one thing, but that's not like, that's not the reality of um, having autism. But like, you know, like we said, it didn't, it didn't do anything to like say that this is bad, you know, it's like... Mm. They're showing that there's ways to cope, and um, it can you can lead a successful life, I suppose. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, her her right. life isn't that great, but you know she she makes do. Well, it's because of the bad guys, and yeah, but, yeah,
1: it's outside of her control. Um, I guess we should delve a bit more into the plot yeah. and What's kind the of plot <laughs> We just went like right around it it's a bit vague. It was a bit weird. Like some of the other films watched recently, the first half, I kind of was like, what is this? And then it really ramped up and I got more into it as it went on. Um, And I found myself smiling at the impressive fight scenes and the the work she was doing. Um, But basically it's. Okay. I kind of jumped around the the Um, basic
0: plot in general. Uh, is the, the film opens up and there is a um a yakuza member um Masashi uh, in Thailand there he's working at like I think a branch branch of their um the yakuza family that's in, in in Thailand and he meets a woman a Thai woman and falls in love with her and that's zin
1: and but it's around the power struggle from what I could gather. Yeah, her. She, um, she's, she's from the Thai
0: gang. She yeah, she's part of a Thai gang, and her boss is the the main bad guy of the film, number eight, who is like the. He's sort of like as a liaison with Masashi. Like it was really weird. They didn't explain exactly how it's like the the town that they're in the. The Thai gang is like the major presence, and they're they're like working in conjunction with the Acusa to get protection, like run protection rackets. I think they were doing it a lot a of up, uh, it seemed like a lot of uh, it was like a montage of them like meeting and then you know uh, falling in love and everything, but it it
1: chopped it up secret. the
0: time like like way too difficultly. Because it's sort of like yeah, a weird first, Romeo and Juliet, you know, kind of thing. They weren't supposed to be um, dating.
1: Yeah. It was a weird um, ten, first 10 minutes. Because uh, hmm. just think about how someone didn't like things that broke. Well, that was Masashi. Yeah.
0: So he has, uh, I don't know if it's specifically like an OCD, but he uh, likes... He finds beauty in, like, broken things, but doesn't know why. Like, that's just his trait. Like, you know, they, they paint things with a broad brush in this, and everyone has, like, a specific character trait. So there's there's not a lot of development done um, in these no, people, especially absolutely. when you only see them for, like, <laughs> five minutes. Uh, yeah. So he he likes broken things, basically. And not that he wants to fix them. He just likes them when they're broken. Uh, like aesthetically like it's aesthetically pleasing well, to him um so was it when it broke or when there was
1: imperfections
0: imperfections but uh like he liked was, that broken pair of weird. chopsticks um, well then he replaced them with an
1: unbreakable pair of chopsticks yeah That's it's just weird thing. i don't know <laughs> they didn't, didn't explain it and the the chopsticks were the the main the uh zin the mother's yeah. her, they fell out of her hair and broke yeah, and then he repaired um, them, I think. I don't think he... Well, no, he bought her ones. a metal he pair. And it's, it's okay, I'll well, bring she it up uses now the metal. Yeah. I, I'll, yeah, he gives her a metal pair, and that's kind of their first date, from the looks of it. And she uses that to, to tie up her hair, and I liked that they brought that back in in the final fight scene. She pulls it out and stabs the bad guy. And I'll say it now, because I just like when movies do that. Yeah, when they use sort of a check gun. Yeah. And Bre- and don't, they don't forget that they've added this item and introduced it early on. Yeah, it was a sentimental thing that she actually uses. She held with her. Um, but yeah, basically there's a, a uh, what do you call it? Uh, Romeo, as you said, Roman and Juliet love affair. They can't be together, star-crossed lovers, whatnot. And her boss basically says, if you ever see him again, I will kill you all. So he goes back to Japan, like, right away. <laughs> the
0: um, Masashi, just to clear that up. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, the master doesn't go yeah, back sorry. to Japan, just Masashi. No, 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 my bad. And so they, they, they're they separated now, but they still love each other, but to fear, because he doesn't want her to be killed, and she doesn't want him to be killed, they separate. But she is pregnant with her uh, his child, with Ma- Masashi's child, mm-hmm. and that is Zen our our lead heroine um and it just we just see her growing up the training montages that we, that we mentioned earlier she's like kicking wooden posts um <laughs> to strengthen her shins and what else does she do she's basically just copying she's watching like uh, some tony jar films yeah. she plays some fighting games on like playstation or something i think so it's very really brief yeah. But basically there's a little bit of her learning by seeing. We find that she has very fast reflexes. Um they to earn money, her friend, uh, Moon is it Moon? Moon or something? Moon, yeah. Moon. Hmong Moon, um, and they just call him Moon. Yeah. Uh he takes her out and they busk, basically, um, by doing street performing, uh, where she he she gets the crowd to chuck balls at her face and she catches them. <laughs> A little taking advantage of her, but um, she seems happy to do it. I don't know. That, that was the weirdest part about uh, her kind of position. And
0: Well, it's ability. a little weird, but it's not, um, it's not like
1: profiteering off her
0: because they're using that money to help pay for her mother's uh, for her cancer and... treatment. Yes.
1: Yeah, so he's not abusing her in that way. He's not like taking the money for himself. He's using it to raise money for her and her family. Um, it was still a little weird, but you know, <laughs> just kind of yeah. I, I it guess it, it, it served the point of showing showing how that she has very quick reflexes and can see things and hear things coming from almost anywhere. Um, so it's establishing her ability, yeah, uh, physical ability. Um, but yeah, basically, her mum they've been they've been abandoned. Well, not abandoned. I mean they don't have their support of the gang, don't they? They've been abandoned by them, the thugs. Yeah. And she doesn't have a husband or a father. and doesn't have a father to look after her. And the mother got cancer. So she needs treatment, which they can't afford. And this is where I kind of got lost. It kind of They found a book of... The it's a, a ledger,
0: a ledger of debts yeah. um, that were owed to the business that, she, or the, well, it's not really a, the gang, I guess, that uh, um, she used to work for. And so potentially, I guess she was part of the debt collection, which it was sort of showing that in the beginning when they were doing like the montage of. You know, yeah. It didn't get into what she does for the gang, but there was a lot of. Times where um, either her boss or Masashi um, was collecting dues and she's just present and like watching people get shot or whatever. It was really weird, but she's always there, so she has something to do with the debt collection. And then she just happened to have that ledger still, which uh, Meng uh finds and. Decides to go collect on their behalf because it just says that money's owed to um, uh, Zin, yeah. and, and he didn't doesn't money, know so... that it was for like from a gang thing. He just was like, "Oh, people owe money, so I'll go. I will go get it."
1: <laughs> and this just basically creates set pieces like the three yeah. factory type settings that we talked about uh, to do the three homages to the three styles of martial arts, and basically they say no and so it turns into a fight because she doesn't want um zen doesn't want her friend to get hurt or obviously herself to get hurt so she retaliates and uh, fights back um yeah and that's basically it the bad guys find out about that get mad that the harassing her his people and it escalates doesn't it yeah really yeah, no real plot. Yeah, that was kind <laughs> A of Little the
0: plot. She, yeah, she's basically just trying to collect money for her sick mother. Uh and r- ends up running into uh number 8 and his crew of ladyboys that <laughs> work for him to collect money, I
1: guess. Uh, yeah. Um and so, basically, it escalates bad enough that uh, Zin finds out, the mother finds out what the kids are doing and freaks out. And so, she sends word to uh, Musashi. It got me all confused because Musashi is, like, a really cool samurai. And, and it's, like, one the difference. <laughs> this <guy>. Masashi, yeah. <laughs> it's not Musashi, it's Masashi. Uh, and, yeah, and but... This number eight guy—I don't know why he has such an issue with them being together. Because he, even though it's been like fifteen years, he still has people watching to know if she contacts them. Because he said yeah. if you ever contact them, I don't I'll know. kill it was you. A little weird. Um, it's <laughs> like, what? Should yeah. they angry? Just kill her anyway? Like, yeah. This guy—a lot of stuff yeah. we did didn't make
0: sense, so uh, it's just, it's we, we, the... we glossed over it, I guess. But in that montage. Where they, um, I say montage, but in the prologue where he tells them to like leave, he had gotten shot. Like, um, he was trying to collect money from somebody and sin stopped him from killing the person he was collecting money from. But in doing so, he got shot in the leg. And so because he's angry, the, he shoots himself in the foot. Like
1: he oh yeah um
0: but then it comes back at the end of the film because he's he's like uh, you should know or, or he's talking to Zen, and he's like, um if you lose a toe or something like that degree like you'll it's something you'll never forget you'll always look at it or feel that and you'll you'll never um." Forget about the whatever it was that caused that injury, which I think is why he shot himself in the foot. It was more of a a pledge, I guess, to to make sure they're never together. I mean, it's like sort of a betrayal. Yeah. He was betrayed by her when she stopped him from killing the the guy, I guess. And he was just so mad at that that betrayal um, that he
1: injured That's himself because right. he was going to kill the, Masashi, yeah. wasn't he?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And so he injured himself as a way to like never forget that their double. I've been
1: shot the leg. I think message enough. Yeah, I then, don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I
0: certainly would have shot off my own toe. It's not. That's not cool.
1: No, it's not cool. But yeah, that that I forgot. I watched this film over like three days, like in twenty minute sections. <laughs> <laughs> And so I forgot about that section, that part. And that makes more sense because when he, when he finds, gets wind that she's contacted him again, because she's freaking out because now these kids have escalated it so bad that this, the head honcho wants revenge for all his minions getting beat up by one little girl. Um, she wants, obviously wants to try and get protection in from the Sashi and he hears that he's contacted her. So he's angry and he doesn't, he cut, the mother's toe off yeah i think yeah it didn't show it thankfully uh, just, he, he, cut, he cut her foot at least oh i think that's what i was gonna
0: bring up um if he cut off her toe that was like the craziest tiny sharp knife ever
1: oh yeah i know because it was just one go like you know yeah, one, <laughs> he had like a little tiny knife that that just that's what that little black toe um i thought it was a finger but it was a toe that's what that was Because after they'd done enough, like beat up, I think it was after the butcher, the, the, which was disgusting, by the way. Oh, yeah, that was um, the worst i at the, we'll talk about um, that. I the butchers. Like thousands of flies, and it was uh, all red colored, and it was awful. Um, she kicked a dude, and you know, like his big giant meat hooks, mm-hmm. like got his ankle, went through his ankle,
0: and yeah, then and she kicked like, him hanging.
1: off, and he was dangling. Oh, man, that's brutal. It actually looked real. Like I wouldn't be surprised if it did actually happen. Oh no! Yeah, it? no anyway, it wasn't real. after <laughs> that scene, the, the the mother finds out basically because she comes home and she reali and that she's realizing they're bringing money home. Like where are you getting this money from? But the bad guy came to the house and left his dead toe on the the the, the coffee table.
0: Yeah,
1: I think I, I just wondered missed, what that was. <laughs> I was like, where did this dead finger come from? Like, what the heck? I I, figured, I thought it was, um, at the time, yesterday, when I was watching this part, I thought it was just that her butch, like, smacking all these dudes up. One of their fingers had got cut off and came home with them. <laughs> but no, it was now it makes sense. The bad guy left that toe as a warning. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That's kind of it's really nasty, but it's kind of cool that it's ties together a bit more now. I'm talking about it, and I'm really thinking about it. Yeah.
0: Well, they put a lot of small details in it, so it's probably what it was. You know, little little tiny things that were referenced back and forth, like yeah. the chopsticks.
1: Yeah. So now that makes sense. The toe now it's a lot more. It was his own toe. He kept it as a memento to remember his anger and his frustration and yeah, there's yeah, yeah, a warning but, now, yeah, what a psycho anyway, um, but they they flee when she sees the the toe, and yeah. then there's some there's some brutal ass just like people getting shot through couches and stuff, like it's full on,
0: yeah, there was a couple yeah. of parts where they did they weren't pulling any punches like oh. figuratively or literally,
1: yeah, um, and it leads why does this this thai gang guy have a japanese i guess because he was working with the yakuza at one point yeah but yeah it's everything's japanese themed for him
0: he just likes the aesthetics he has a giant restaurant yeah that he owns i think it was a restaurant it was a weird
1: set yeah it was a little bit yeah set up that seemed like a set and I, I didn't understand how they go into like an industrial pipe area place straight like going through the rice paper windows. I don't know. It kinda it's makes what was sense. outside. It was the <laughs> In of the back,
0: I guess. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's they're on the top story of like a three story building and it's like a small yeah. It made sense once you saw the whole street and alleyway and stuff, but yeah, it it's was like, probably just like it... the AC unit
0: and all that yeah. stuff, I guess.
1: For the, 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 the the piping, home, like all lunch. the
0: water and whatever you need for the restaurant.
1: Yeah, and for the rest of the building, because it's like a huge, you know, Complex.
0: it'd be for all the like, their surrounding
1: buildings, yeah, they're on the top story. Anyway, uh, there's some cool scenes, and that last scene, like, up and down the side of the building, like, I was wondering, is this a real building, or is this a set? No, it's an actual building. <laughs> okay. It worked out pretty well, because each story had an outcrop. And it got narrower and wider uh, the higher you went. So the third-story one was very narrow, like a foot and a half wide. But the bottom one was maybe like, for you Americans, two yards or so wide. Like almost like a meter and a half, two meters wide. So it worked quite well. You could fall from the, that. Some of the stunts were pretty impressive. And very dangerous. Yeah. That final fall that that, that the boss guy did... Yeah, this, I thought, it oh, has to be a dummy. It, it was, well, it was a stunt a legit, person with a wig. It legit fell. And I think it, they messed up because he missed one of the stories. Yeah, just missed and then hit like an edge of uh,
0: the next one.
1: And then flipped and landed on some previous dudes who were down there but well, I think they may have been dummies as part of the crash pad. I don't know. Yeah, it might have been regardless
0: uh one of the stunt people really got hurt and had to be
1: taken he away got, in an ambulance. I I think he was the one he, he got winded. I think he was okay, but there's a previous one where on the one of the I think it was the bottom landing uh Zen was fighting with some dudes like on either side of her. She knocked one out, landed on like where, because it was all concrete, like a solid platform, but there was a few spots where it was like grates. Yeah. Or like, just wire. And he, he landed on it, and then she like fought another guy, threw him on top, and then like, did like, was it a double knee on top of them? Yeah, and they all like dropped through. Yeah, and they crushed her, and then she jumped off and landed on the thing, and they went through, and that guy broke his neck. Like, the guy at the bottom, he landed yeah. like on, on the back of his head because they ended up, they had to give him a brace and then they showed them hot like all the crew in hospital visiting him and he's in like a neck brace.
0: Yeah, that there was, was a lot of people and people
1: got hit in the eye, like a lot. Just yeah, she it, got head hit kicks. a couple times. Um, a lot of cuts. Oh, there's a board guy who got hit in the head and it just, the blood was just like, Oops. Raying yeah. out of the top of his head. Well, your, any any little nick on your head is just gonna like yeah. extra, but he he got hit with a
0: uh, locker door.
1: That's right. Yeah, <laughs> a little too hard. But just what about, about, about that guy? Angle. Which one? There was the dude, the dude with the do rag, and it was a because opposite this kind of alleyway street, when you know it's a very Asian looking street with lots of like lit up lights. Oh, and with the, the signs, rest- like all the signage. Yeah, um, and she jumped across from the roof she was on. There was, it was a train. Yeah, it uh, was like a, it was an
0: elevated um, train.
1: Yeah, and they were playing with that and going backwards and forwards between the building and the train a couple of times. And this was a guy. He she fought a few times. He kept coming back. And he had like this uh, white and black camo do rag. Yeah. It looked like it made that way of being some CG or some camera trickery because he, like, legit fell from four stories up. Yeah, it was – and he hit – he had a – I think
0: she hit him in the back. I don't remember. He definitely fell off one of the signs or something. Yeah, like –
1: She jumped back from the signs over to the bridge to get away from him, and then he went to jump, and she did a round kick. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, I think she got him in the face. And he just
1: dropped, like, a stack. I think he jumped into her foot. Yeah, that had to be trickly, because that's, no one's falling straight that way on purpose. Yeah, no, I'm sure some of that stuff was, uh, I don't, they weren't
0: using CG, but they probably were using a part of a set, because that's, I mean, they were really high off the ground, (laughs) if if that was the case.
1: Yeah, mostly it seemed fake, because I think it made it look higher than it actually was, because that compare when she was on the building there were people falling from that height because that's the same height that the boss fell but it wasn't as far yeah when they show it like fall down i think it, it, was, it was two different
0: sets up. even though it was
1: supposed to be just one okay well it looked pretty impressive um the lighting was terrible but um the set that wide uh, the 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 behind-the-scenes stuff wasn't done well, but the actual oh, on-set man. stuff was fantastic. Like, the fights were pretty impressive up there. Yeah. No, yeah. What are your thoughts of that final fight? Oh. Go, Yo, do- you tell me your final thoughts, and I want to talk about the Adidas guy next. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about the Butcher one
0: real quick. I think we just kind okay. of glossed over it. Um... That
1: was probably the most brutal, like, as far as oh, yeah. dangerous. Because they were real nice from the looks of it. She was, like, they were literally throwing knives <laughs> at her, and she was stepping to the side.
0: Yeah. Or they would throw it, like, right after she passed. Um, and they were on top of... So it's in a slaughterhouse, for anyone who hasn't watched the movie. It's in a yeah. slaughterhouse full of thankfully computer flies like they weren't real you could definitely tell that they were cg flies all over the place and the meat i'm imagining also wasn't real at least it better not have been because they were running around uh just hitting sharp things and cement posts uh i know people got hurt doing that one um oh yeah they would fall Shoot. and then like catch the cement posts on their back, and they're not wearing—they're like shirtless, so there's no pads. They just hit a post, no, and they're just laying there like waiting for the person to yell "cut," so they can, you know, get up and Scream get up. to a s- stretcher <laughs> or
1: something. Yeah, that was a that was very brutal that one and disgusting because there's just carcasses everywhere and flies. You're like, oh man, I really hope our meat is not done like this. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was nasty. Um, it was funny yeah. that, the, <laughs> that the friend turned up with the electric fly swatter. Yeah, and it was like buzzing all the flies in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome.
0: Yeah, and I do like that she she knew that like because the, they went there earlier and the flies like scare her just the sound of them so they had to leave yep. because her friend realized she couldn't beat up the people there if she was scared of the flies and so he said come on let's go uh so she comes back because oh she has these crazy CG dreams where she just like beats everybody up in her dream and like wakes up and says oh that's good I'll go I'll go do that that sounds like a good idea
1: um, oh, that's right the cartoon one there was a cartoon scene yeah. there, wasn't there
0: and she's angrily defeating all of her enemies and then she goes and does it for real. It was, it was good. But uh, so she doesn't have like earplugs or anything, but she has a like a, a funky scuba goggles or something. They were weird. They were weird. Uh, yeah. Goggles that had like a grate on them. And so she put her goggles on and was trying to like intimidate the people to give her the money, but she's wearing these funny goggles. So definitely it's not intimidating. And she's also small.
1: No, yeah. But she showed them, though. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) And that poor dude with a
0: knife stuck in his, like, peck (laughs) just bounced off the. It bounced. He threw a knife at her, and it bounces off uh, uh, a chain and sticks him in the chest. Oh, that was. They played it for laughs, but you're, like,. But it's all bloody, Ooh. and you're in a thing full of flies. I don't know. It
1: just was gross. It wasn't funny. <laughs> but it was it like it would look like it was legit stuck in his like shoulder.
0: Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, it's oh. obviously
1: makeup, but but that's the problem with this film. I'm not sure if it was. It could have been just accidental. <laughs> oh, that like, looks good. Uh, Hold uh, it. Hold okay. it. <laughs> okay, keep, keep
0: filming. <laughs> this is great.
1: <laughs> and and that the spike in the guy's bum, like the actual boss of the thing, who's oh he got a money. nail.
0: Yeah, he. Get this nail stuck into his, like but right in his butt. Out. Oh man! And then she pushes, it, kicks him back on it. Oh, and holds him there, <laughs> like stuck. stuck nail. She just holds him against the rusty nail. Yeah. Oh, I think that was the tough part. Yeah. Is they, um they definitely weren't really doing slapstick comedy with the fights. Like they thought they were going no. to, but then it like ended up becoming pretty violent. Like people were getting yeah. like
1: seriously hurt. It was
0: in the film, but also like real life because they're getting hit oh, with yeah. with uh, wood and things and
1: feet <laughs> punched. Yeah, crazy, crazy stuff. So yeah, that was what that was the last big fight before the final showdown, wasn't it? Yeah. I always jump around I can't keep track of things I'm a mental case. Um the <laughs> the, the Adidas guy I this is kind of in the final showdown isn't it when they go back they, they go to the big uh number 8 the big boss's place cuz that's right moon gets captured doesn't he?
0: He gets captured by the henchwoman yes Priscilla Yep. she shoots him in the stomach and then, like, takes him hostage. Yeah. And we don't know he's not dead. I thought he was just dead. Yeah, I thought he was going to be dead, because the movie just, like, started doing that.
1: Like, like, wow, this is brutal. They must have just killed him, but he was still alive. Yeah. And so they go to, she goes to get, the mother goes to get him? Uh, yes. And then Zen Zen follows, I believe. I think she took her with her. Uh, they, they're so, there yeah. at the same time anyway it, anyway <laughs> yeah the, the bad guy takes the mom the hostage and the girl starts fighting and she i can't remember if this was before the crazy 88 from kill bill scene or after or around the same time it's
0: um
1: I think it's halfway the through second,
0: isn't it? it's half yeah it's cut in half because she yeah. defeated all the crowd of dudes, so they had to pull out their big boss their mid mid-boss
1: yeah, the yeah, the mid boss. <laughs> but Yeah, it's a, it's, it's definitely a crazy 88 the kill bill scene where all the dudes come running out with hatchets. But these guys don't have hatchets, they're just guys in suits I think from memory. Um, yeah, and they don't have weapons. I think they're just trying to yeah, beat not up. not initially, yeah. But this this weird kid turns up like he's some like high school anime character in an ADS sports like, you know, well, he shows up earlier. Him.
0: He's always there. In
1: other scenes, he's just—he's sitting in the background, yeah. And he's got like glasses. So he looks like real. He's a bit like nerdy looking, but he's got this like Adidas tracksuit on. And he just kind of jerks around in a really yes. weird way.
0: Well, yes, epilepsy.
1: Oh, and they decided was, that it? was a
0: superpower. Well, okay, that's when it—it's not more making him stronger, but it makes him unpredictable because he. He'll twitch. He has, like, a a body twitch, and he's also trained in, like, capoeira, so he's doing crazy martial arts, but then he'll stop and do involuntary twitching, but then makes it part of his, like, fighting style, so you can't tell what he's doing, because he picked
1: a fighting style where you already don't know what he's doing. (laughs) Well, yeah, uh, was he introduced earlier, or...? Uh yeah. It just
0: seemed weird. No, no, no. He's in like two other scenes, but he's not doing anything. He's just sitting there. Hanging out it with the It just seems weird
1: out of nowhere. This this twitching guy. I'm like, what's going on? No, yeah, but he's again, in other scenes. <laughs> um again, it goes back to her ability to learn movement, and so she starts mimicking him. And that's helps her get like get a edge and understand how he moves and so she can match because she learns his timing of his twitches (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I just thought it was a a very odd thing Um, I guess we already talked about the final fight scene there's a samurai sword scene where uh, Masashi turns up and slices a whole bunch of dudes in half (laughs) (laughs) it kills a lot of guys yes
0: because everybody's apparently they had swords that's expensive right. <laughs> so, swords it's like why don't you send oh, those guys out first why do you have like first. 30 dudes yeah. with swords because they would have won she was she amazing. wasn't trained and she didn't see anyone fight so she she watches her father and like memorizes how he's defeating them and then decides to use that to defeat the rest of the guys
1: yeah and that, that leads to the building scene on the outside of the building. Yeah. And there's your there's your uh, Musashi reference
0: because she's using wooden, um, the, the sword sheaths, cool. two of them as her uh, weapons to beat up all the dudes. And that was that was brutal because she's like, she'll block their sword with one and then stab them in the throat. Like that was her go-to move and she did it like five or six times, just stabbing dudes in the throat. Like that's it. You're, you're kind of done
1: when you get your windpipe crushed with a sheath. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty good. I didn't like that she blocked some swords with the sheaths because, though I kind of figured they aren't these aren't real katana. These are these are just replicas that are maybe a slightly sharper.
0: Yeah, they're not going to cut
1: right through the, wood. That, that's hardwood. It's not going to go right through it.
0: Still, but you're katana. not going to block like twenty of them or whatever she was doing. No. Of course, a, if you hit the side of the blade, it's not gonna do it anything. Yeah, no. knock
1: it away. Yeah. Um but I can look aside. I figured it is just cheap knockoffs that were just sharp. So it's still gonna cut you, but not gonna cut through through someone the same way a, a true katana would. Yeah. And
0: she's using rubber sheaths because they they <laughs> bend around a couple times because
1: she's bonking people and you can watch the sheath like bend over their head so it doesn't actually murder them. <laughs> it's always funny when you notice that i didn't actually notice too much of that um yeah i guess that's the film it was it was fun um again i would like to see higher production value with the same kind of story and, and setting would be cool but other than that it was fun uh it was very impressive seeing her ability um yeah i'll be super excited to watch this um
0: triple threat just because the, the cast yeah, i mean yeah. um, everybody in there is awesome like by themselves. So it's basically like the expendables of Kung Fu movies. Is it Thai, just Thai actors or is some Chinese in there as well? Uh, so Tony Jaa, then Iku Uwais is Indonesian. He's who does all of the, um, like the raid and Marantau. He does Pinjaks a lot. So it's like knives. Yep. Uh, Tiger Chen, uh, I've only, I think I've only seen Man of Tai Chi that he was in with Keanu Reeves. So, so there is some there is
1: some crossover then. So it's mm, not yeah. just a tie. Uh, no, okay. no. Uh,
0: Scott Adkins, um, he's from the UK, and then uh, Michael Jai White. Um, he's in. He's been in stuff since like Spawn. He's really good.
1: And um, then, like I said, I don't know the other two. Yeah, I good. Know well, I, Michael Bisping. I Cause yeah. if we, and hopefully gets given enough screen time to show off her, her abilities. Yeah. I would say watch the trailer. Click the
0: thing and watch the trailer when you get the chance. Oh, cool. Or uh, or pull up the YouTube uh, official movie trailer. I think I, I want to say I tweeted it through
1: our official channel. <laughs> you probably did. You probably did. I'm terrible. And I may have actually watched it and then I've forgotten. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's... But, yeah. Jesse Johnson. What did this guy direct?
0: Uh, actually, he's more of a stunt man. That's always interesting when it's a stunt guy than gets into directing. Um, I don't yeah, Green be, Street
1: Hooligans 2. It um, can lead to a good experience yeah. with uh, the fights. Maybe yeah. more focus. Maybe better, bit better. But, uh, the the rest of the film may suffer if they haven't it had enough could. experience. But thankfully but he's some done people like surprising. a bunch of
0: other films since like nineteen ninety eight, so mm-hmm. it's not uh not the sole source. Is his and also wrote the screenplays for most of his movies. So that's yeah. gonna be hit or miss. <laughs> like if he's good at that part, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
1: It can it can make for a better director. So we, we... You know if you're oh, yeah, translating if you know, your you robot story <laughs> yeah yeah because you know your vision even though you might not have written it down perfectly yeah you, you know your vision. you know what you know what you meant by it <laughs> yeah exactly uh so where do you rate this one like where what is it for uh i might just have to go says. this is
0: like 7.5 75 yeah <laughs> It wasn't. It was good. I, I enjoyed the the fight scenes. Um, again, it just runs into that Thai production values. Um, yes, but it's also a ten yeah, year old movie, and I think it holds up just fine.
1: Yeah, I think it does all right. Um, I, I when we say ten years, I'm kind of comparing it to a twenty five year old movie time period. I'm just giving you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I'm around six sixty five, sixty sixty-five. Um, I did enjoy it, but like, it just made no sense at times. Yeah, um, yeah, it's but, probably yeah, because you watched it on, <laughs> like three different days. Doesn't help. Yeah, it's maybe my fault. That's maybe my fault. No, it's um, okay.
0: I was totally fast forwarding through the plot bits just to watch the fight scenes because I remember <laughs> liking those a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think the fights went on for a little too long uh that uh, last one, was, one did i mean i still enjoyed it
0: but it was definitely like 15 minutes long
1: i did do as i said earlier i felt once i saw how many people got hurt and how badly they got hurt i did feel really guilty for liking it
0: yeah i mean they were definitely dedicated to their craft can't say that they weren't
1: trying yeah i, I wrote a note down saying it's a miracle that no one actually died yeah I mean, yeah. it's the same when we
0: watch, like, the Jackie Chan outtakes. He gets really hurt, and other people get hurt. It's the same thing. That, they that, just didn't this make this funny. Worse. They were just like, everyone just really got hurt. <laughs> they weren't trying to Ooh, make yeah, a, true. you know, a, a, a goof or a gag reel. It was definitely only showing people that got hit in the face, and their nose broke and
1: poked in the eye or, I don't know. It was brutal. Yeah, like she got. I was surprised how much our, our lead actress got hurt. She got she busted her ankle a few times. She, yeah, I think yeah, she broke her leg. Legs. Like, was it
0: actually or, or it fractured it or, or something? Because they were going, we need another stick to <laughs> splint her leg with. So she oh, definitely yeah, hurt. I wasn't her you know, stuff. Well, she's whacking a lot of things with her shins, a lot of kissing. So yeah, you don't really
1: get to mess that up. There's a there's a a uh, video I've seen of a fight. I think it was. Um, I, th- I think it was before UFC. I think it was. Um, it was just. I think it was straight kickboxing, mm-hmm. K1 or something. But, um, dude, yeah. So it was Mu- Muay Thai. But a guy kicked. You know, your your typical, uh, kickboxing sidekick You know, just whipping it around. The dude blocked with his shin as you do in, in Mu- Muay Thai and then the guy who kicked brought his leg back down and placed it, and it bent in half, like mid-shin. <laughs> like, uh-huh. He snapped his own shin in half by like, kicking another dude's shin. Yeah, well, the dude that probably just blocked him just it just
0: runs around kicking trees, so <laughs> your bone densities.
1: Harder. Yeah, it just, honestly, but, it was yeah. so... <laughs> it's weird. horrible. Just this guy's shin just, like it bent, like just rubber. Like, oh, man.
0: Yeah, because it's mm. broken.
1: It shouldn't, so it shouldn't break like that. No,
0: well, that's like the guy at the Olympics that like hyperextended his arm doing a clean and jerk, and it just, you know, overhead pressed the weight and it snapped his arm because it was just too heavy. Oh. that was the worst too. <laughs> it's, it's just horrible. Nobody
1: yeah, so that's that's uh,
0: <laughs>
1: chocolate. Get some strain. <laughs> um, break your own thumb <gasps> hunting those monsters anyway i think we should wrap this up this is yep. a good old chat
0: it's good we, we hit, long we the, hit the uh almost two hour mark So standard with a much smaller cast so we were able to dig in a little bit more um yep. yeah so we i can recommend this if you if you enjoy this um ...type of film. The the fight scenes are good, uh, uh... ...regardless of what some of the reviewers may have said. Uh, we did get a bit of feedback, so as we... ...we normally do, um, a week oh, before we... ...record, we ask if anyone's... ...had something they want to say about the movie. Um... We heard back from our good buddy uh, at Jake underscore Lionheart on Twitter. And he says, yo, I was just thinking about this movie the other day. I love how they turned disability into something powerful, even for the bad guy. Uh, and we, we covered that. And we do agree with you, Jake, that they, that they did a service um, uh, in portraying autism and
1: uh, epilepsy, I guess. They could turn that into something positive. Well, yeah, and I did, yeah, like that. The characters aren't just these super people who can do super stuff because they're super. That's just... Yeah, no, they all
0: put hard work and effort into doing what they do, and uh, a mm. little bit of uh, eidetic memory and some talent uh, goes a long way in addition to hard work. I guess that's the the lesson of this movie. Um, and don't, like, anger a gang boss that kills your mother... Spoiler: the, the mother didn't win. I mean, didn't 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 survive. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that. But, but her father yeah, did, got... so she has a somewhat a happy ending because she still has a parent. I don't know. It's a, it's a it could have ended way worse. Like as we we thought, her best friend was not going to make it, but he he didn't. He's the... I guess didn't show it. Um, he was still alive at the end, but then it didn't Slightly do the epilogue. Off. Yeah, so. We'll, we'll pretend in our Not minds much, really. that he's um, alive still,
1: and taking care of yeah, those and pesky t- flies. T- to, to be... Yeah, swap those flies. So, to, to be fair, though, the mum was in a lot of pain for, through cancer, and though we don't want anyone to die, she was dying anyway. So I guess it's better. Wow. Be <laughs> <now>. <laughs> okay, okay,
0: Vader. Uh, she was getting better. <laughs> she was getting better. Um she died of gunshot wounds. Uh, uh not not cancer. No, it was a sword to
1: her. Did she? Did he back. stab her? I don't remember. Yeah. The katana went through her back. Oh, okay. It she was, was shot simpler. on the shoulder. I think she was shot, shot on the twice. shoulder earlier and then she got to run through. She oh he was gonna um number eight was trying to stab Masashi in the back and she j- jumped in front. Oh, okay.
0: That, oh, that so, last 15-minute fight scene was just, like, I, I kind of, like, my eyes glazed over a couple
1: times, probably. <laughs> it was long. Yeah, but there's a state. Better, better to burn out than fade away. Uh, yeah. So she died She died quickly at hero's death. Warren's and it wasn't death. in vain, because uh, her husband did, in fact,
0: not die. So there's that. All right. I think that that wraps us up. <laughs> We're just going right. to go on longer than we need to. Um, <laughs> where can we find you on the interwebs? Vader Van Odin on Twitter. You can, yeah, that'll do. That'll do. How about yourself? Um, I am on Twitter at Sentinel underscore plus. Uh, and as I'm aware, you also have a website, beta Oden.com and also a YouTube yes. channel. Uh, name branded so anyone interested can uh, watch some cool videos uh some let's plays and and fun things like that and i think a cooking channel so you're all over the place um yeah but generally at vader van odin yes that's me (laughs) all right i think that's bye from us uh so stay tuned next time for something new some wait i don't even remember our own catchphrase Something new, something, something cool, new, something, conf- something cool, something conf- <laughs> something like that. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to cover next time, so it'll be a surprise uh, to everybody. Bye bye, y'all. Yep, I think we need to go yeah. back Hong Kong film. I think probably something classic, maybe we'll do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll we'll check out something uh, from the the seventies, maybe, or just go back and watch Jackie Chan movies, <laughs> like we like to do.
1: Yeah. Uh, they're the best.